The Quality Goods Podcast is brought to you by BigWavesLaundering.com. Are you tired of lugging around heavy detergent bottles and dealing with messy spills? Say goodbye to the hassle and say hello to the future of laundry with Big Waves Detergent Strips. These powerful strips are packed with the latest cleaning technology designed to tackle even the toughest stains and leave your clothes looking fresh and vibrant. Just toss a strip into the washing machine and let it work its magic. With Big Waves Detergent Strips, you'll save time, money, and the environment. Their strips are compact, lightweight, and fully dissolvable, reducing plastic waste and your carbon footprint. And not only does it reduce your carbon footprint, but also reduces the footprint within my closet where I store my laundry and cleaning products. That's right, there's no bulky jug, just a small, recyclable box filled with 80 loads worth of detergent strips. And don't be fooled by the size of those strips. One small strip packs cleaning power to tack some decently soiled loads, but you can always toss an extra in there just to be safe. Upgrade your laundry game and ride the wave to a fresher, cleaner clothes. Available now at BigWavesLaundering.com and use code QG15 for 15% off of your first order today. So catch the wave and make Laundry Day breeze with Big Waves. What is going on, good people? Quality Goods is back and ready to provide you with the quality stories of triumph from entrepreneurs in your community. After a 15-month hibernation, Anson and I felt it time to breathe a breath of fresh air into the podcast and change things up just a little bit, which actually served as inspiration for this episode, Comebacks and Rebranding. While we are not going through a full rebrand, our comeback story is merely one of iteration, bringing you the familiar quality vibes wrapped in a fresh package, an evolution, if you will. We address these things as well as other successful and not so successful comebacks and rebrands and takeaways from many of those cases throughout history. We have all seen both failures, success stories, and everything in between, and thankfully, we get to learn from all of them. So whether you're reinventing yourself or just refreshing a logo and color palette, we explored the depths or shallows in which people and companies have sought to freshen up their image. So let's just get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. is going on good people you are tuned into the quality goods podcast i am chris Beatty, and i'm anson J. and we are back with y'all after nearly a year hiatus yeah but uh we missed y'all mm-hmm. missed this guess who's back yeah we back shaking off the rust making a yeah. comeback mm-hmm. which is fitting because that is also the topic of discussion for mm-hmm. today yeah, I mean, perfect time to talk about it. Um, I think that was part of our delay to bring it back also was we were kind of reevaluating how we want to, yeah, get out to you guys. and But we still knew, we, you know, obviously, we we're going to do something, but uh, yeah, we couldn't, the times a little bit. Yeah, we couldn't bring the same old, same old, though. You know, yeah. we got to, you know, refresh, get with the times. Yeah. Uh, a different kind yeah. of content, give it to yeah. you guys a different way. But yeah, it feels good, like you said. You've been working on the website stuff, um, you know, yep. obviously. Got a new website for y'all coming yep. soon. Trying to figure out different ways of our outlines and all that. Plus, you know, as life is, we had some things, you know, change and 
putting some energy towards that and now we're back we're doing this and trying to you know trying to see how we can get out there and it's like i said exciting to try to try to see what the next version of this is going to look like yeah you know we were busy practicing what we've been preaching mm-hmm. you know we took a little break uh got some new perspective uh, you know one of our earlier episodes uh which was branding i've been doing some of that on some other stuff and now we're past that stage for quality goods we've kind of set our name out there and i think you know we know what you guys expect out of us but hey let's let's uh see how we can get it to you in a in a new way new and improved yeah always room for improvement mm-hmm. and as such uh many brands uh, feel the same way yeah all uh, industries it's not yeah. exclusive to yeah not exclusive to any mm-hmm. industry or people you know people mm-hmm. can rebrand themselves definitely as well you know i've, I've probably rebranded myself many a times <laughs> yeah. over the years i was definitely many. thinking about that when we made the list like yeah where, where was i how did I define myself when I was younger compared to what I would describe myself oh, as man. now? Went through many iterations, mm-hmm. many to arrive mm-hmm. at where I'm at today. I would say uh, rebranding is usually done with good intentions. It doesn't always end up good, Mm-mm. but it's usually uh, the intent is to move forward or bring a, a fresh yeah. perspective to Yeah, I guess sometimes... That's the the villain story, the origin of the villain story sometimes too. It doesn't always have to be necessarily, it's just a change that happens in you, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we're definitely trying to be on the more positive tip and just, yeah, like in in the little bit of time that we were gone, media has changed a lot and yeah. just uh, content Many brands general. went through rebrands exactly. in the time that we mm-hmm. last uh, recorded a exactly. podcast. Yeah, so why not talk about it? And, mm. you know, definitely we're not just, we're also like been taking cues from these businesses. Like I'm sure there's things we like that we're like, okay, let's try it that way. You know what I mean? Like there's different, oh, absolutely. you know, there's different absolutely. ways to go about it. And I think definitely certain ones speak to us than others, you know? Yeah. So. I've watched a lot of media outlets and other uh, mm. content creators rebrand and uh, iteration is kind of similar to rebranding. You know, you're yeah. just kind of, updating your style or how people perceive your brand mm-hmm. you know you're just making small updates yeah exactly like and it is based usually like even when we started with quality goods whether it was our videos or the podcast like obviously there's some cues we took from the ones before us to get started and then you know we honed in our own style and yeah just grew with the podcast as well and changed how we you know Put it out there uh like we love when we have guests on but i think there's a lot of value and we get a lot of good feedback when we just do an episode together um because yeah. like just they just see us grow and how we talk or how you know our pers- perspective on things yeah. i'd say you know feedback is a big part of rebranding you're yeah. applying feedback yeah but uh, before we dive in too deep to rebranding let's just kind of give it a kind of general definition for what rebranding encompasses mm-hmm. You know, rebranding is the process in which brands renew their identity. You know, it could be their name, logo, slogan, visual style. And it can be done for a variety of reasons, such as, uh, you know, changing the company's mission values, updating a look and feel to to modernize. I think you brought up a big point, too, about the feedback, whether it's from your your customers, whether it's your like friends or family, if it's just like a person, yeah. Mm. And like, there's usually not just a thought in our head to be like, let's change everything. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's something that sparked that, whether it was a, a quick question someone had or a conversation that was had amongst, you know, with like me and you, we talked about it like perfect time to try to do it, you know? Um, but yeah, I think that's a big one that yeah. we didn't really touch on before, but yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Cause timing is also a yeah. factor in rebranding. Yeah. 
you know, and that's, that was one of our former topics. See, these things all tie together. You know, if you try to rebrand in the middle of some kind of, uh, campaign yeah uh that's that's not the right time to yeah, rebrand. big risk exactly like that don't, uh, that don't seem like it makes like sense you're, you're putting out one message and style and then you flip styles people are yeah. gonna be like what is yeah, going like, on even if we tried, yeah exactly if we try to do something totally wild and then took a year off that would just be not the way to do it you know um yeah. and we like the way it was before it wasn't like that but it's just a matter of we know that people's time have changed as well and the way people consume things so we're like let's adjust to the times and give you guys, you know, quicker episodes, maybe here and there, more video yeah. content, if that's what it's going to be, whether it's reels or whatever, you know, like, yeah, we keep our ear to the game. Like a lot of these podcasts, I've only heard of them because of their Instagram posts. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, we got to definitely add that in having video. It doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? So let's try these things. We have all this stuff to our, uh, you know, at our fingertips with what phones can do too. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, rebranding can be a risky proposition, but, uh, it can also be very successful and it mm-hmm. can pay off, breathe new life into your brand Yeah, and, uh, yeah, or it can change like the trajectory of everything. Yeah, life. it really yeah. can. Uh, but brand comebacks are a little different. A brand comeback is when a brand that has been in decline or maybe even left the market for mm-hmm. a while, uh, you know, makes a comeback. And, uh, you know, these are often successful because they're able to tap into nostalgia, you know, yeah. sense of longing for the past. Yeah. And like, who knows, there's definitely multiple reasons that brands are getting rediscovered. Uh, sometimes it's the new generation. Uh, sometimes it's a quick trip to your parents' house and finding that thing that you left behind, man, whether it's a clothing piece or like, you know, uh, a cassette tape, whatever it may be, man, you know what I mean? But yeah, like there's different reasons that people get aware of things. Thrifting, I think is a big part of it. Um, yeah. And then, and then boom, somebody posts on their Instagram and then the owners of that brand catch wind or some other brands like I could buy that brand and bring it back to life, just buying the name. And then they put their spin on it. So. Yeah. I mean that, just like you said, somebody could buy it, change a change of management or ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the, a company starts offering a new service. Mm-hmm. Also, a change in the marketplace can invite the opportunity for a brand to come back. Maybe uh, they were ahead of their times and they were mm. just offering a service that the public or you know the world wasn't ready for yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they had the technology or, to do it, so they seized the the opportunity again. Timing. Yep. But. Uh, yeah, why don't we talk about some of the benefits of rebranding? Yeah, I mean, you know, you getting a new vision sometimes also just helps with the momentum of a company. Like if if you're doing something a little different, it takes away some of that. Maybe maybe you're stagnant, you know, or just really going through the motions and it was working, but then you lost that like itch for creating bigger, better things, whatever it is, you know, um, and then, yeah, customers, getting new customers. Yeah. And modernization and not falling behind, you know, keeping outdated graphics or yeah. styles like that. You yeah. know, uh, food and, and hospitality tends to do this quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a trend of people finding out new foods um, or just, yeah, like it's a perfect time for that thing to happen because whatever, like... F- now food has to look a certain way because that's part of how people consume it too. It's just by pictures and all that. So I think people are changing that. Like, Oh, here's the niche thing that you can get from us or like how they, how they promote it, whatever it may be, man. I mean, we've seen all kinds of stuff with food over the last 
decade especially but i maybe obviously recency bias but i definitely think people have changed because of instagram and all the food science oh, yeah. and, and just the critics technology altogether mm-hmm. uh, you know and that like if you look at your phone at your you know all those apps their branding is right there in your face every yeah. day you're staring at branding you know that mm-hmm. little icon that is branding yeah and uh, you know that having that in front of our face every day has forced brands to have to format their logos in a, a variety of ways and it has yeah. to fit a certain format. Exactly. So they have to the size of a dime, yeah. but it's got to make, it's got to yeah. catch people's eyes. And, yeah, like, and it's got to capture your yeah. brand's essence. It's got to, it's trying yeah. to convey a message. Like even when I'm trying to scroll through my yeah. phone, boom, I got to find that app a lot easier. Exactly. And you that's know. how we are associated with these brands yeah. is through these graphics. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pepsi, for instance, has mm-hmm. rebranded their logo many a times. And it was funny because when we were doing the research, for this episode, yeah. Pepsi went underwent another rebrand yeah, during this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, because the the rebrand before this one, mm-hmm. it didn't go so well. People were, you know, they kind of deviated from their, you know, classic yeah, logo. I don't know what you call that. This little circle, squiggly, yeah. <laughs> kind of a yin yin yeah. yang, kind yeah. of a yeah. Just happened out, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. The last one, they went a little more abstract. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I shared that post with you too about like yeah. all the things that went into it. Like, sure, I mean, maybe, but you know, what I mean, like, it's all connected. It's all, yeah. It's like all this art that came before and the mathematics to make it the perfect logo. Yeah, but just doing cool. too much. Yeah, you exactly. Know, doing too much. But I mean, you know, maybe someone's trying to justify their paycheck they got for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nah, nah. It took me years to to come up with this. And like, it's still, it is different for sure. Um, but it's just enough where it's like, okay, I I still, I wouldn't be like, oh damn, this is a Pepsi now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, despite people being kind of indifferent to the logo, it's still got people talking and you generated the buzz that a rebrand is supposed to. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think part of it, I, I don't know if it's always, um, part of the game plan, but I think it happens that way too. It's like, they know controversy will help. And as long as, you know, like it's always been said, you know, all publicity is good publicity. You know what I mean? So yeah. just having the debate about it, keep adding Pepsi. They're going to, you know, the algorithm is going to get triggered regardless. So, but after, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Pepsi listened to the feedback of their customers mm-hmm. and on the most recent rebrand, they kind of uh, went back to their former logo, you know, simplified it, yeah. not so contemporary or mm-hmm. futuristic looking and kind of tapped more into the nostalgic uh, graphic. I think it's part of it too, is the fact that like, yeah, we're all that futuristic look, we're like we're in that time that we're supposed to be. And then I think people, brands are kind of realizing too, like not everything has to look shiny or whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? They yeah, can take yeah. it down a notch and realize that like, nah, not everything's all, robots yet even though we're getting close but another pretty big brand you know that years back kind of missed the mark on a rebrand was when uh, the movie sonic came out mm-hmm. uh, the, yeah you know that I, I don't know if you guys are sonic fans but yeah. when hey, they is huge yeah, right now too yeah i yeah. mean sonic one sonic two very good mm-hmm. movies uh but yeah that first little trailer yeah <laughs> that first teaser trailer the little uh uh, what do you what do you call that? Like a not like a beta test, but just kind of yeah. But yeah, the first I mean, testing yeah, the market. Exactly, they yeah. they put Sonic out, and almost immediately, <laughs> yeah. people were not vibing with the new look of Sonic. Yeah, 
and boom i mean that would have been a risk they could have powered through and be like nah this is what he looks like but no they they took the time to redo yeah. it because i think they realized the Smart. benefit and so far it's you know so far it's worked like you said they've already had a sequel so you know they made some money and uh, yeah i've heard good things about the movies i haven't i don't know why i haven't watched it yet yeah, Shout great movie. Sonic. Yeah, I mean Jim Carrey is in there. Yeah, I, mean, I was a huge Sonic fan in general when I was a kid. So yeah, I even watched the cartoon in addition to mm -hmm. playing the games. Yeah, you know, they were the always good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean I was a big one. Like you said, that feedback is huge, man. And thinking it's crazy because I don't even remember what he looked like now when they first reintroduced him, but. I mean, to me, it wasn't as big of a deal, but obviously it, it, it was mainly it was mainly the eyes. The eyes That's were funny. way too small. Like Sonic classically mm. has very yeah. large eyes. You know, he's like an alien hedgehog, yeah, yeah. but they made his eyes too small and like human like. They should have straight flipped the script and made him look like a real hedgehog. He'd be blue, <laughs> but just actual as realistic as This is the rebrand. This is what you wanted? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. But, you know, it's difficult to uh, rebuild trust when you lose your customer's trust. You yeah. know, those those are the people that have been riding with you, supporting you. And if you, yeah. uh, you know, mislead them or yeah. lead well, them. Especially because, you know, yeah, it's like you're going to turn off the fans of Sonic. Like, this isn't who I remember. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where, yeah, it's like, I'm glad they made that decision. Um, I think sometimes there are brands off the top of my head. I can't really think, but that it kind of powered through like, no, this is what it's going to be. And then it just, they got to stick with it. Sometimes stick to your guns, yeah. you put all this funding yeah. into it. You know, I mean that, that happens too. You, you force your customers to be okay <laughs> with like, it, you know, be. exactly. And they just have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, some of the, you know, speaking on the challenges of rebranding and facing backlash, I think some of the, more known examples happened in sports in recent years. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, social climate can yeah. change, uh, yeah. can force these teams to rebrand. It's happened uh, twice uh, with with teams that yeah, were multiple sports. Kind of derogatory mm -hmm. Native American terms for team names. Yeah. First happened. was what Cleveland. Yeah, the yeah. Cleveland Indians became the Guardians. Mm -hmm. uh, the Washington Redskins became the Commanders. Yep. This even happened in Lake Tahoe. Not you know not a sports team, but yeah. uh, Squaw Valley mm -hmm. became uh, Palisades. This okay. is just like last year. This wow. happened because yeah. uh, Squaw, I guess, was kind of a you know derogatory the, yeah. term. I don't, I don't really know what it means. I don't. Mm -hmm. But. But something yeah. enough to same get reasons, attention. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and then it's funny because I mean, though it was kind of a joke to be called the football team for the year or so that they were. Like, I think it was the right move. Like, don't force it because this is <laughs> yeah. a big change for your whole organization. Yeah. And yeah. like, if it just doesn't seem like it fits, more power to you. Know, I, I think it's just like, yeah, yeah that was a smart well, that's move. When you you yeah. alienate your fan base even further if you yeah. name it the wrong mm -hmm. thing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, they changed the you know they kept the colors the way it was, and it, I think it just worked out. Um, pretty well but yeah like once again it's not like that was a new thing that came up but it was it got to the point where you got to realize yeah like you said the pulse of the of the world of the nation of your fan base and be like no nah, it's changing and the young if you want to keep these young people involved you know then you're gonna have to change some things around yeah i mean sports teams in particular have to be very cautious with these things yeah. because they have such a engaged fan base mm -hmm. like loyal fan base if you know mm -hmm. 
If you make one wrong move, uh, you're going to hear about it yeah. immediately on, on the internet. And even if you look at Washington, it's like, you guys have not had much success anyway. Let's just, you know, I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, it is it's what like, it is. Like, perfect can't go wrong it. with anything, exactly. really. Exactly. Like, who knows? What if you are cursed because of it, you know, or what, you know, call it what you want. But yeah, I mean, and make that change. And uh, it was a good, I think they stuck to it. I don't know the problems with it. It's just an adjustment to make, but yeah, rather I mean, have it that way than, yeah. I mean, and then when teams move to a new market, yeah, exactly. they often change uh, yeah. their identity as well. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing because, yeah, like you get the, you know, the fans from that former city and that name that you're just like, you don't want to alienate them either, but you're in a new place. You want to build a fan base there. And I think those, those new cities will embrace you more if it's like, this is our thing. Like you kind of, I mean, it's got to feel like you're kind of borrowing something from somewhere else. If you know, you keep that, yeah, name. even I though mean, Warriors did it, Lakers did it. Yeah, but, I mean, the Rams did yeah. it. The Raiders have, yeah. have kept their name and yeah. moved the, the Oakland A's did it. You know, they yeah. were in Philadelphia exactly. before the yeah. Dodgers mm -hmm. were in Brooklyn a long time yeah. ago. So it's just, yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, I don't know like how you could decide which is better, but obviously, you know, I mean, the Warriors aren't a very derogatory name compared to the name that they were chasing. Yeah, like that's a good yeah. way. It's an easy way to kind of keep it going. Um, yeah, the Warriors, that's like a celebratory mm -hmm. term, you know, power, yeah. you know. So. And even that, like, obviously it was a change, you know, now we're kind of on it, but we're Warriors fans, obviously it's going to come up. But like, even that, they kind of went away from those old uniforms and went back to the blue and yellow and it helped turn like it helped with the dynasty being created you know what i mean because had the new coach had these new young stars and we sucked in those other uniforms so let's just go back to when yeah. they were pretty good so you know putting the bridge back up there when it was the you know even though it wasn't the goal yeah, represent the represent yeah, so. but yeah sports there's so much money in it too they gotta just see what works yeah i mean some successful examples of rebrands from outside of the sports world mm -hmm. A notable one uh, from maybe like 10 years ago or so, uh, Old Spice. Mm. Old Spice was traditionally targeting like older men yeah. with like a kind of like a musky scent, like yeah. really, really masculine. Big, big dad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely dad vibes. Mm. But then in the 2000s, early 2000s, they decided to switch it up modernize refresh yeah. they hired terry cruz and uh started creating some really funny advertisements and kind mm -hmm. of went into the market uh, competing against like axe body yeah. spray pretty much it was like kind of the sign of the times too yeah it was a very like kind of troll the internet was getting bigger so like you you know you had those moments of just like people were just showing you the commercials or talking about these commercials it doesn't matter about the product you know but they were just yeah, funny it was funny and like you'd get you know different sayings out of like oh look at them now look at me or whatever yeah, you're always gonna win with funny yeah and uh yeah i mean perfect time to do it your your demographics just getting older but how do you keep relevant with these younger brands like they, yeah. of course axe sounds better than old spice off top like if you're a young kid right so yeah how do you make it uh, you know, yeah, but I, I think that rebrand also uh, breathes uh, a brush of fresh, uh, <laughs> a breath of fresh air there into uh, yeah. the, that older audience as well. It makes yeah. them connect with the youth a little yeah. more and make them feel like what you, you know, know about this old spice. I've yeah. been wearing this young blood, <laughs> young blood. I've been wearing this for years. But yeah, I mean, exactly. And then, but you could have been like, Brute, they didn't change nothing. And like, look at them. No one really talks about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know. Brute's still around, but uh, yeah, they didn't, 
they, they kind of stuck with their their guns and their old look yeah, and they, feel. Yeah, and they didn't have yeah. quite the success that mm-hmm. uh, old, old Spice has been able to yeah. capture. Yeah. That's uh, a brand that kind of bridges the gap between rebranding and comebacks is Apple. Long before Apple, what it is now, and may- maybe a lot of people don't even remember this. Yeah, Apple was once a struggling company before it was banging out iPhones and iMacs yeah. and MacBook Pros and stuff yeah. like that. They put out real boxy, old school computers. Yeah, just follow, kind of following the model of the computers at the time. They all looked the same back then, yep. more so. Um, same kind of monitors, same kind of all that. And um, I think whatever, the, the the switch was flipped and they're like, nah, like we got to be associated. You know, they're just like, we want our name to just be computers or whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Be um, a, a luxury brand mm-hmm. in the uh, technology space. Yeah. And it really all started with uh, putting that I in yeah, front of sure. uh, their product names. Yeah. Like first they kind of took the the color away from the logo, you know what I mean, with the Apple. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah Modernize the logo. Mm-hmm, was sleek. And then yeah, changed yeah. everything with the eye. And it was the perfect time because yeah. that's that's when they needed it. it was the future was this eye. Yeah. You know? I think the the iMac might have been mm-hmm. that first one. You know that that big like CRT looking mm-hmm. uh, desktop Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was all contained in one. It took away the tower. The computer yeah. was inside of the monitor. It's inside. Yeah. The files are inside <laughs> the computer. They're in the computer? Uh, was that the colorful ones or the new yeah, one the colorful that? ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, so yeah, yeah like a transparent colored case. Yeah. Yeah. That was right around the time when I was in high school and like, we were known for like having these new computers. Like I didn't really use them much, but every, every class yeah. had these iMacs. And yeah, like, I remember my sister got one. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of played on the, it was like, it's like the next version. Cause like when we're all younger, especially like they had, we had the neon phones, like the clear phones and all that. Yeah. So then there's like, this is the next version of that. Um, but yeah, I think that they were fun at first. And then once that, I think they realized too, that, computers were going to be a huge part of the society. They are like, no, we have to be for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? We like, gotta be different. We got to be yeah. easy to use. Yeah. With. And we have to look business. Like yeah. imagine someone doing your taxes with a neon ass computer. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to change <laughs> with the times and Hey, why not? Exactly. Why yeah. not? Exactly. We're not a regular. Yeah. Uh, and then they really just changed their whole identity. Once yeah. they came out with the iPod and just became the brand that, you know, yeah. you carry with you all the mm-hmm. time, whether yeah. you're listening to music and then the, you know, that just set the stage for the iPhone and changed the whole world as we know it. Exactly. Yeah. And then now everyone's chasing that in general and, and they've kept up with it where whatever they do, maybe it doesn't all work, but it's all compatible with each other. It's all able to share now, especially. So it just makes it easier to want to try it. Cause you're like, Hey, you already have all our other products. We're making a version of this for you now with this. And all you gotta do is plug it in yeah. and it's going to work. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worked well. Yeah. Um, so not only did they rebrand themselves, but they take other technology, oh, rebrand yeah. it under their own brand yeah. and, you know, put their own flavor on it and put that out into yeah. the world. And even that, every time they come up with a new phone, uh, it's a small change they made, whether good or not. I mean, they're a perfect example of, nah, we're going towards this. The way we charge your phone is going to be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they try the dongle. They had to change that. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Like dongles on dongles. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, nah, okay, we got to switch it up. But yeah, I mean, and that's what, what I think with them too, is like listening to the feedback and whatever, but also they always control it. Like people, they even, I mean, they're known now. It was found out that they slowed down your old 
machines yep. and yep. it hasn't stopped them at all people are still lining up you know so it's like just genius good or not who knows but yeah they, they just found a way to be the leader and people are going to least always listen to them for now you know as long as they keep doing it the way they're doing it and, yeah. and staying apple relevant. would have to do some seriously heinous shit in order for me to leave their ecosystem yeah, yeah exactly like a big fumble a big breach of some sort or something man yeah, just like, but they've always yeah. been good on security yeah. and uh you know i'm just i've been in the system for yeah uh, since, yeah like, it is oh, what eight. it is i mean exactly man it is man. yeah and i know there's the benefit but yeah i mean they're, they're the brand like they became the upper echelon where it's not just a phone it's a status symbol um having it having the blue bubble instead of the green bubble that's the thing you know saying like i always be clowning yeah. people for joys even though I, I have i don't even care to me you know what I'm saying? but it's just funny to play into the narrative you know what i mean so yep yeah yeah i'm sure we can talk about apple yeah. and their brand and all day i mean they're, they're yeah so many examples of good branding and rebranding yeah, and you listen so many to this examples your, to follow yeah if you listen to this on your iphone make sure to shoot us a rating you know what i'm saying yeah. five stars on Do apple it. podcasts all day Do it. but yeah but another brand in a separate sector of business that made a, a pretty noticeable comeback uh, was the brand Champion. Mm. Uh, you know, back in the day when I was a child, you know, Champion was just like a basic company, you know, just some sweats, uh, you know, gray. <laughs> I remember just gray that's sweats funny. and a sweater. That's like, that's yeah, what stands out in my mind. Clothes for sure. Yeah. And you could just buy it at like Walmart or, or wherever. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe early 2000s, the brand, uh, you know, gets a lot of pastel colors. They blow up the logo a little bit. They, they deviate from their, uh, you know, former style of just, you know, writing champion or putting a little C logo. And they really put the logo yeah, the front C. and center, yeah. something and that they, they didn't the right traditionally hands. do. Yeah. They put in the right influencers hands and the right, you know, branding a few collabs with people. Um, and they've even done that with certain cities, you know what I mean? Like they'll have exclusive gear, yeah, you know, and whatever, Oakland. Yeah, collaborations. Like, yeah. And then the, the, the brand, the noted brand, many a brand will use their blanks from Champion and still keep the C on or whatever and print their stuff on it because it's just, you, you know, know, the quality. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a big one. Um, Stussy. Yeah, for sure. That's one of my favorite in general. Like probably one of the first brand where they got into in terms of like clothing, streetwear, skate, whatever it is. Yeah. And they've always been around, but yeah, yeah. same thing. They were just very I mean, smart and they, they have um, stuff for every price point. So if you're like new into it, they got screen tees for you for a good price. But if you've been around, they got shirts that are pricey and they do yeah. collabs with outerwear, big, yeah, with big accessories. That, yeah. Yeah. But doing stuff with some of the brands they've done were real big. Like, and yeah, they've just always kept relevant in these big cities. I think even during tough times, they kept their flagship stores in some of these, you know, areas just to, ride the wave and be like, nah, we'll, we'll make it through it. So, yeah, man, I mean, Stussy started in the eighties, wow. you know, like I, I was rocking that stuff in the early nineties and yeah. then it kind of just fell off of my radar for a really long time. Yeah. I, it's like, I don't, I didn't know what stores even carried it at the time. Maybe yeah. it was just in their flagship stores, but it wasn't really around for a long time. Yeah. And then I mean, uh, they made a big push for sure. And now yeah. they got stuff with like our legacy, like no vacancy, a lot of these like big brands. Yeah. And now it's one of the biggest brands in the streetwear world. And they're back. They're doing, you know, a bunch of collabs with Nike again, Vans, whoever it is. So, yeah, I mean, it's another and it's hard, especially in fashion space. Um, but I think what helped them, too, was like hip hop becoming the biggest brand in terms of music, the, the most popular genre. Uh, and then like people, I think 
that found Supreme or whatever, they were like, okay, well, I don't want to wear that because everyone's on it. What else can I get? You know? And that's one of those brands too. that like, it was always going to be there. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. Shout out to them. I always, you know, always found a piece or two here and there from them. Always checking on them. And then, yeah, they haven't, I mean, they have the same logos too for the longest time. It's yeah. just kind of so not a rebrand, yeah, but, but just a comeback. Yeah, on just them. a comeback. Mm-hmm. But comebacks aren't only for brands, you know, as rebrands, as people can rebrand, people can also make comebacks in their careers. And this is most notable in like entertainment, just because we keep track of these people's Mm -hmm. uh, livelihoods. It's not like I keep track of like CEOs like, oh, that CEO made the, (laughs) yeah, they went to this new company. (laughs) Yeah. You guys know what we're about. We've done enough episodes. (laughs) You know what we like. But yeah, one of the comebacks uh in recent uh news and entertainment news is brendan fraser you know yeah big fan of brendan fraser yeah uh, he started Shout you know out. starting with encino man <laughs> and encino man. airheads mm-hmm. and the i think mummy. he really peaked with the mummy yeah, you know just sure. crush it with the mummy bedazzled don't sleep on bedazzled nah, shit is one. shit is funny that is a good movie but uh range yeah, yeah, range. But then <laughs> after that, he he just got quiet yeah. for like I think he was still doing time. things. Yeah, he was still yeah. In, in movies or, or you know working. But uh, yeah, he he suffered a lot of hardships to, for that time. So I, I can't blame him for mm, fading away. Else, no, yeah. yeah, no, he he went through a divorce, mm. and uh, you know I'm assuming his wife took a lot of money and <laughs> I, yeah, I emotional so. uh, equity from him, and then right. uh, he also. <laughs> Uh, went through this like sexual assault uh, mm-hmm. situation where he accused uh, a, like a you know a producer a big producer uh, or executive of you know sexually assaulting him and he mm-hmm. kind of got blacklisted for a while from from big stuff uh, and then I think the you know doing all that stunt work in the mummy also took a toll like a physical toll on his body mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of like a culmination of those things. So oh I, damn, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame him for fading <laughs> yeah. away for a little while, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, you don't want to be in the limelight when you're going through yeah. it like that. Well, I think it's part of it, too. Like, yeah, whether it's you or a brand in general, yeah, like, you go through some stuff that you're like, how can I just how can I just keep acting like nothing's going on? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, and That's I think crazy. he just kind of slowly started making a comeback. I know he was making some, like, uh, smaller projects. I saw him on some HBO Max stuff. Uh, yeah. Just taking some smaller roles, not not any real leading roles. And then it wasn't until The Whale, uh, which I yeah. have yet to watch. Nope. Uh, but he made a big splash, made a big comeback. Got <laughs> <Yeah>. a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge splash. He got the yeah. best actor at the yeah. you know, Academy Awards. That's probably you know, the yeah, biggest exactly. achievement that you can get yeah. as an actor. Yeah. While playing fat face, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He's out there catching some slack, you know, some some shit for that. It's like, hey man, whatever. Hey, people are gonna do. be uh yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's like one of those things, uh, you know, I, I don't think you can even always know what's going to hit. I mean, that's a big risk, you know, um, whether it's even like casting a guy like that. But yeah, I mean, he's a great actor. So I don't see, you know, I don't see how you can at least not give the guy a chance again. But yeah, maybe he's maybe just the right, like you said, the right timing. Yep, um, timing. Yeah, but here, there you go, man. Timing and uh, network and just not not giving up, you know. 
Yeah. yeah comebacks, branding. Uh, the future of these things is likely going to be shaped by, you know, social media, the internet. I mean, some of that too. I think these, these brands find a way to make themselves relevant because, you know, like they play on the fact that there are comebacks now, you know, like some of these brands that are getting longer in the tooth can be like, oh, now let's, let's try to manipulate the market to have a perfect time for us to come back or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how it shakes out. I mean, people are just barely, I think now even understanding how to use algorithms and all that. So so yeah, brands just need to be able to adapt to these changes in order to stay relevant in today's marketplace. And you know, there's a lot of factors that that you have to play into. And you know, there's a growing demand for personalized products and services. Uh, increasingly, uh, the importance of customer service and the you know experience that you provide. It's not enough just to like produce goods. Yeah. And, uh, you know, refresh your brand. You have to provide an experience to your customers if you really want to have an impact. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting to see, you know, like we are going to have to go through that right now, too, with what we're doing with quality goods and all the other stuff we work on. So it's going to be, yeah, it's fun to learn how it is and what we thought maybe we might have needed even a year ago. It's already changed, I'm sure. So Absolutely. You know, and before you you know, just go for a rebrand and, you know, like, Oh, I just want, I need a refresh. You know, you gotta pump the brakes a little bit. You gotta slow down, think about the reasons why you're doing it and thinking about how you want to execute it. Yeah. You gotta consider your goals, your target audience. Uh, but also, you know, these things take time. They, they cost time, they cost money mm-hmm. and, before you go out and just take action, you need to be a little more uh, measured in your approach. But um, now, a little rebrand to our episode structure. Uh, instead of support quality, uh, you know, we always support quality regardless, Definitely. but uh, we want to switch it up and we're going to serve you the top five rebrands and comebacks from the quality goods perspective. Number five, we got the Patriots coming back against mm. the Atlanta Falcons yep. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, because I mean, that one is bigger than just sports, uh, football in general. Like it became a meme. Uh, anyone who comes back from that and loses a big lead is now it's compared to that. Yeah. I mean, 28 to three at halftime. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Largest deficit that has been overcome in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every year when Brady was still out there, it was always like, is he going to finally fall off and all that? And yeah. And then boom, it's going to be on every list going forward for any kind of comebacks for quite a while. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're out doing that one. Number four on the list. Mm-hmm. Fresh off the press, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. We just spent a lot of time talking about him, yeah. but it was for a good reason. Yeah. And like I said, getting mass praise out there on the internet, plus from his peers and at the award show. So, yeah, hey, yeah it no was uh, well received by all audiences. I don't think anybody was thinking that he was undeserving of, of yeah. what his recent achievements. And he worked hard, you know? He worked hard to get that. So, uh, you know, a little recognition is, is well-deserved. But another person that uh, went through a rebrand and also a comeback mm-hmm. 
Mike Tyson. Yeah. Another guy that we kind of saw his whole career for the most part, you know, maybe not his early stuff. We we're a little younger then, but yeah, we know him from like being that monster, uh, you know, and then the things yeah. going through in life and all that and kind of his decline from the scariest guy on earth, you know? Yeah, you definitely got to rebrand to get to where he mm-hmm. is today. Yeah, and, and like we were talking about, it was kind of a little bit of a novelty with the, the hangover. You know, like he definitely showed that he could be funny, right? And then like off the strength of that, he got all those like, uh, kind of, it wasn't really a stand-up show, but he would get those like, where he was like selling out arenas to yeah, talk. Yeah, just and touring and to like, talk. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think even that was just playing on, the, on the, the success of the hangover, but. Yeah, I mean, he... He retained his familiar image, you know. He yeah. he's still a fighter at heart, yeah. and he still can fuck you up. Yeah. But he doesn't anymore. Yeah. You know? I mean, even that he had his fight with Roy Jones, that kind of I think just showed people like, oh, you know, he's still yeah, like, he can still do does it. that. But yeah, but now he's known more as a podcaster to so a whole generation. He's a podcaster. He's uh, you know a marijuana advocate now, even like mushrooms and all that. Now he just looks like he's having the best time of his life, man. So yeah, living it up. Yeah, shout out to Tyson. Welcome on the podcast. Yeah, Anytime. Shout out to those edible ears <laughs> edible Holyfield ears yeah. and hey I mean Holyfield was on board with it too hey. man so that's what I'm saying like they, it's on brand exactly, man, man. that's so. like that was one of the first memories I had of Mike Tyson you know like you said yeah. I was I was probably a little young to watch For his young, yeah. fights his, his uprising yeah. until that one mm-hmm. when he came back and, yeah I remember where I was I was at a friend's house with a yeah. bunch of other families we were all yeah. watching this boxing match and that went down yep yeah. And then with Lennox, forget oh, eat your children and all that. And then, like you said, <laughs> then he's on the hangover just singing and being hella goofy. Yeah, man. It, and it just shows you, like, all of us are like that too, man. I think part of the rebranding is maturing through life and be like, nah, that's not who I am anymore. I, I was that, but. Yeah, guys. So, you know, it's never too late to rebrand and overcome an image that you might have imprinted on a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, number two, number two on the list. Yeah, this is probably the biggest rebranding of all time uh these guys so we are talking about a service that we probably all use amazon yeah yeah started out as a bookstore online bookstore and might have even been called amazon books yeah and now they have that again don't they like like, (laughs) they re-brought that back out yeah yeah you went from books to just uh global super mega mm-hmm. store delivery service yeah. grocery store uh, bought a book off amazon fuck, man what, what other sir I, I just saw today I mean, they got that TV. amazon paired up with a company called one medical to offer medical insurance basically mm-hmm. yeah i mean for like a buck 50 a, a month which is actually a very I mean, reasonable what, price yeah if it's true yeah so i mean the better they got money to it's spend, the every you know brand exactly. you know they went they went from bookstore to everything that you oh, can yeah. think of exactly Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they do grocery service. They do TV service now. Um, yeah, music deals. Yeah. With everybody. Books, yeah. Audio books. Yeah. Um, I mean, know, what apparel. Too, man. Yeah. Especially because like they were slanging books. Amazon web services. Yeah. They, they yeah. run half of the internet for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, don't they have, um, do, don't they own Ring or one of those? Don't oh, they own yeah. One of those? yeah. They bought Ring. Exactly. Biggest so, doorbell, so smart yeah, security anyway. system. They, yeah, they got all our info. Uh, yeah, they bought all, all kinds shit. of technology. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they, they just own everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, which is scary, uh, but it is what it is. They don't own know? the platform that we use for <laughs> podcasting, though. That's yeah. Spotify, another, another big one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of rebrands, our... Uh, podcast platform recently got rebranded as well all right 
Yeah, Anchor, RIP. Uh, it's now Spotify for podcasters. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Spotify putting us on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at the number one seed, another mega brand that we, yeah, we discussed already, already on this podcast. Know. I'm sure you guys. We all knew this out. was coming. Apple. Yeah. You know. Biggest company in the world. Yeah. Don't got to talk about it too much. We already yeah. did. But yeah. yeah I mean, you guys are already very familiar with Apple and what they do and how they got there. Yeah. But yeah, not only did they uh, rebrand with all the eye stuff, the colors stuff, uh, but they made a big comeback because, you know, they were, they had a few yeah. product launches in their early days that nearly mm-hmm. tanked them. And same kind of thing. They got Apple TV now and they put out shows, award-winning yeah. shows on there and their platform. And, um, yeah, but now content, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're also got a smart home situation going mm-hmm. on. So yeah, they, they created an ecosystem and I think they're, they might be one of the first brands that really did that where like all the products yeah, just kind of live in symbiosis and interact with each other. They kind of set the stage. I'm sure there's other things yeah. that do that or um, prior to that, you had to be really tech savvy to make, yeah, make everything all everything talk to each other. Yeah. But this is the first time a company did that by design. Mm-hmm. Um, to just get well, you like said, on their the platform. Guys follow suit, like, you know, Amazon, they started doing their thing, yep. you know, Apple, uh, yeah, yeah. Amazon, Google, yeah. that's the same Facebook, exactly. Meta, another yeah. big rebrand, you know, yeah. but I think that's what it is, is you got to realize that things are changing and how do you stay relevant or do you just stick to your guns and just try to continue to do what you do very well? You know, I think there's, there's room for both of those things. Um, you know, because yeah, it is kind of daunting to take on these big, uh, these big brands when you're small, but Hey, once again, if you're trying to start your brand or rebrand, like just like you said, have your vision in mind. Don't just rush into it, but also like get it done. Like put yourself out there and see how it goes. Get the feedback. You know what I mean? That's a big part of it. So yeah, absolutely. So, you know, take the time, Mm -hmm. do the research. Don't force it. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely let us know too. I mean, uh, we would love to hear from you guys. What's been going on with you since, uh, since we've been gone and then give us some feedback or like some rebrandings that you guys really like or things that you've yeah, seen out like there. What, what notes have you taken from mm-hmm. other companies that have undergone rebrands you yeah, know, for maybe, good or for bad, exactly. you know, because you can learn from both. Yeah. Or things that maybe took a rebrand before you even had them on your radar and you know, you didn't even know about them until they really rebranded. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe the oh, rebrand put, put them on your yeah, radar. Exactly. You know, maybe, maybe the rebrand did that for you. Yep. So, yeah, we want to hear about those successful rebrands and, you know, the non-successful ones. And we we always love a good comeback story. Who doesn't? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? Let us know your favorite. As we continue to rebrand and reinvent ourselves, we're always going to let you know where we're at. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am at Mr. Beatty on Instagram and you can find all of what I'm up to on there and watch uh, the tales, watch me as I rebrand. Watch the life. We stay active on there. I always, even when, you know, we keep up pretty well anyway, but I love to see what's on there. Uh, You guys can follow me at Anson.WAV. Um, and then, uh, you know, one of the new brandings I got going on, Big Waves Laundering. Yeah. Uh, just fun to do that. And like I said, it's cool to bring brands to life. Um, but we're just going to do our thing and try to deliver you guys the goods on here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. As always, you can find us at Quality Goods TV mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And very soon at QualityGoods.tv. There you go. 
So whether or not that gets done before this episode is out, <laughs> we'll see. TBD. But either way, you can find us there. Yep. All of our content mm-hmm. in one place. Definitely. So until the next one, we out.